Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Tattoo Homewreckers, a podcast where we talk about tattoos, life, and everything in between. My name is Callista, and this is... Gaia. And this pretty little box here is um, Where Should We Begin by Esther Perel. Would you like to tell everyone who Esther Perel is? Uh, Only one of my most favorite people on this entire earth. (laughs) Uh, She is a therapist, and she works with, like, relationship dynamics. Um, two of, oh, I can't, I'm going to lose it now. So I got to pull up my little reference page. Okay. Um, two of my favorite books. Her first one is Mating in Captivity. And it, for me personally, helped change my view on relationships because we think here in like the Western world, like Western culture, that that's how relationships work everywhere. And that is not. Um, and so it helped change my perspective. Like if you don't want to be a jealous individual or like worry about your spouse cheating, mating in captivity is phenomenal for that. It made me be a, I think I was like 22, 23 when Mm -hmm. I read it, maybe even it was like right when I first got married. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was so afraid that Caboose would cheat on me. Not that he ever gave me any reason, but just because I was so insecure about it. Mm. And when I read that book, then I was like, fuck it, we'll be fine. If he does, no big deal. We can work through it. Mm -hmm. And then the next book that she wrote came out in 2017, and that is The State of Affairs. And that just dives into, like, why people have affairs, what happens if people have affairs, like, that it doesn't have to be an end-all be of relationships, but it can indeed be, like, a reigniting of it. Mm -hmm. She also has two podcasts. Um, where should we begin being one of them? Also the name of her game. Uh, it's amazing. You get to sit in on therapy sessions and it's not just with like married couples. And it's also not just with like heterosexual couples. It is with like best friends go on there, Mm -hmm. like all sorts of different dynamics. And you just get to listen to other people's like issues, which for me makes me feel like I'm not super alone. And then also you're able to like hear her perspective on that. So she'll, you'll hear Mm -hmm. a conversation, you'll hear her answer them. And then you'll get to hear like her side of like what she was saying and what she wanted them to interpret. Or like if she thought that maybe she didn't really get that point across Mm. her other, um, podcast because her work shifted from just being exclusively with like families couples and like those relationship dynamics to then involving work because she realized how much of a like fundamental difference that makes in people's life (laughs) so then her her other podcast is called how's work Hmm. um i highly recommend listening to them we will put the links for all of those things for her books for her podcast in there um if you like the show on Showtime, which is called Couples Therapy, oh my God. you will fucking love her podcast. That's just lit. It yeah. is so good. It is so intense. Yeah, and that so is good. her podcast. So <laughs> I highly recommend that. Any content that she creates, I always find myself absolutely loving. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited because if you know anything about me, about our podcast, whatever, these like asking each other questions games are right. genuinely my favorites. Because all I ever want to know is what people are thinking and how their brains work. And so this, to me, is a great fucking time. I am stoked. Absolutely. So um, for the game, it is a storytelling-based game. So essentially what's going to happen is one of us is going to be the storyteller at a time. And we both give each other cards. Mm -hmm. Um, And based off of that card, I think it's like... The first like quarter of a sentence, you go from you start with the quarter of the sentence that's on the card and then tell a story based off of that sentence. Um, each player gets seven cards. And uh, if you're playing with more than two people, then every player would go ahead and give the storyteller a card. 
Storyteller will shuffle, read all the cards out loud, and get to pick which um, which story they wanted to tell. But because it's just the two of us, we get to. It's pretty yeah. streamlined, pretty fast. However. Yeah. There will probably be some pauses here and there, just so you guys are aware. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll be busy thinking about what story we want to tell. Um, so we'll do our best to, like, edit those out. Mm-hmm. Um, so our producer will definitely have a lot of work to do. But that way, if there are, like, any sort of breaks, know that your radio did not break. It indeed is us thinking so we can give you the most authentic, like, version of what story we want to tell. Absolutely. All right. Um, so, are you ready? Yeah. Perfect. Um, rock, paper, scissors. Just okay. really softly. Okay. Rock, rock paper, scissors, scissors. Go. Oh, my bad. Wait, you're a psychopath. So, it's go. Rock, paper, rock, scissors. paper and then scissors. And on go, we do go. this. Yes. Clearly, we have never played rock, paper, scissors on the podcast before. Oh, my God. Okay, great. <laughs> We're going to get so much response for whether you just, you go on go or you don't. Straight up. Okay. okay. Ready? Rock, rock paper, scissors, scissors go. go. There you go. Look at that. So okay, then great. I have to go first. Yes. So you get to. All right. So you get to go first. Mm-hmm. Here is your first card. Okay. Can you read it for me? Absolutely. <laughs> if I could whisper something in the ear of my younger self, I would say dot, dot, dot. Okay. So if I could whisper something in the ear of my younger self, I would probably go back to, oh my God, I'm going to fucking cry. First one down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do it we're bring currently on the both both practicing sober life at the moment yeah um so yeah so this is gonna be great because then it just means i'm gonna cry instead of like i'll drink for courage here you just get raw shitty emotions yeah that means you guys get to see me go through the koi um, like it's nobody's business <laughs> yeah and me pretend to drink coffee that i've already drank um i would probably go back to 12 year old me when my parents were first getting divorced mm-hmm. and i would tell her that everything does get better that like life gets easier that all those big feelings you currently feel you're always gonna feel them Mm. but you do learn the tools work to be able to like handle that and all the stuff that you don't like about yourself that everyone tells you is wrong Mm -hmm. a it's adhd and autism (laughs) (laughs) so it's okay you're not gonna get diagnosed yet because you're a girl um and also it's okay that you don't feel like a girl because you're actually like inside you're not you're you don't fit in any of these categories that everyone wants to put you in but that you will find so much love Mm -hmm. and that like you will be okay and life does get easier absolutely that was so beautiful (laughs) wow the first one that was oh beautiful. Um, me actually crying. I would tell 12-year-olds, you, to invite me to your fucking wedding, but it's fine. I was like, what, eight or nine? <laughs> Bro, I don't... Were you even fucking born? I think you were like one. I was born. When I was 12. How old are you now? Well, here's the thing. 12-year-old you didn't get married at 12. I'm just no. saying I would tell 12-year-old oh, you to you invite me. whisper yeah. to invite a you random don't know child. Why. Yes. Dude, you we said no her. kids at our wedding. Still... There were kids. Although it would have been dope. Anna would have been a really good guest. Really oh, Ben would have been so much fun at my wedding. Oh, my God. Are they you kidding? They were so good at our vow renewal. He would have been nuts. Ben. Her parents are lit. They're so much fun. Her <laughs> dad is the all the best parts of a frat He's boy. He's my OG. Yeah. Best love that thing man. ever. All right. I guess it's my turn, Oh, right? God. Now you get to cry. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> it says, I've been faking and my desire to say orgasm. <laughs> That, that's what my answer was gonna be. Is that not a good answer? Bitch, you better dig deep. I just cried. Okay, you're right. Um, I'll dig deep. Tell her to cry. Oh, okay. <gasps> okay. Oh. 
I would like to preface this with saying this does not affect the work that I put on people, and I am still a really good artist, so please do not judge me for this. I've been faking being okay at work because I'm really not okay. Um, you got it. I'm Thank right you. there with you. Thank I you. know exactly where you're going because I feel the same way. Um, I've been faking being okay at work. I'm not okay. I feel like there's always tension and there's always something to be worried about. And I'm not happy in Reno anymore. And although I love the people I work with, I, it's hard. <laughs> um, it's, it's hard to be okay when there's just so much shit all the time. Um, so I've been faking being okay at work. <laughs> That's answer. a good answer. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I did not know that we were just going to come out and cry. But also that being said, it's great. Esther's fucking dope. So I should have known. Oh, fuck. It's my go. Jesus, this this is horrible. Uh, also, I'm sorry if you put these in order. I've been grabbing from no. the bottom, not the top. Okay. If you want to make my skin crawl, tease me about dot, dot, dot. Oh, okay. So. um, Okay. So we're just going to come out real fast with this Mm -hmm. so i mean we talk i talk pretty openly about like having adhd and autism Mm -hmm. um caveat not been formally diagnosed i will not get formally diagnosed because i don't fucking care to yeah because i've done enough research on my own that i don't need to fun fact as well i would just like to intercept real fast my therapist um (laughs) okay (laughs) again within the first 10 minutes we went through a lot yeah she was like do you think that you maybe might have ADHD. And I was like, I've been having a feeling. She's like, I don't think there's any problem with self-diagnosis. So if you feel like you are, then you can freely say that in Mm -hmm. this room. You will know yourself better than I will know you. And if that's how you feel, absolutely. The whole chart of getting diagnosed for these things for women is fucked. Yep. So. Yeah. So that being said, (laughs) I have ADHD and I have autism. Mm -hmm. And I know this and I'm totally comfortable with this. And then what you can tease me or like tease me about that makes my skin crawl is the fact that I suck my thumb. I've done it since I was born. Technically, actually, I did it in the womb. There you go. And (laughs) up until the other day, because at this point, that's the only thing left. So that's Mm -hmm. why, like, I can talk about this very freely, um, because otherwise, you can tease me about whatever and nothing's going to make my skin crawl, except that was the one last thing that was super traumatic that, like, I hide from everyone. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it because I, you know, learned a ton about it. But I was watching just a video and it was talking about stimming. And I was like, well, I don't fucking do that, which was great when I... I told her and Caboose and they were like, mm. really? But I was like, well, I don't shake my leg. I don't do any of that. And then I said, mm, I wonder if sucking my thumb is that. Um, and I have silky. So if you see me ever with like a ribbon shoved somewhere, mm-hmm. that's because I'm probably having a real bad time with stress. Mm-hmm. And so there'll be ribbons in my pockets that I rub. And then when I typed in is or is sucking and then the rest of the like question for fucking google which also lets you know how innocent my searches are was is sucking your oh, yeah. thumb stimming i did not even come up with that. anything dirty um oh. yeah <laughs> how wholesome <laughs> but it said that um and then it came up as like one of the first lists that uh, like the first thing on the list for children 
and for um, people that had, like, abuse as children because it's that self-soothing nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the very next thing was rubbing on a material or a blanket or something like that, which I do with silkies. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we call them. I'm aware that it's called a fucking ribbon. Or it's, like, this, you know, the silky tags in the back. Isn't that also an ADHD thing, uh, naming things other things? Oh, yeah. Everything has a different name to me. Silkies, Um, snormals. yeah. Yeah. Snormals are worms for Just anyone, so but they are called snormals. Yes. I won't talk to you if you call them a worm. Um, or, you know, my husband, who's <laughs> but glow got a worm real is name. Okay. Well, because that's a glow worm. That's not a snormal. There you go. <laughs> um, actual snormals are terrifying. Um, but I, we talked about it, and I realized that because now I don't carry anything that has to do with that, like, autism or ADHD because it isn't this thing that then gets made fun of. Because, like, as a kid, there was so much shame in it. Mm-hmm. And let me give the caveat that I did not want. Like, I don't want people to be like, oh, my God, your parents were horrible for making you quit. They were super afraid it was going to fuck up my teeth. It didn't. Um, they were super afraid that, like, I, like, my grandma told me when I was little that she was like, when you're 30, like, no man's going to marry you if you still suck your thumb. Fun fact, I'm 36. My husband doesn't give a shit. He thinks it's really cute. Um, you don't give a shit, no. but like I had not openly discussed this because it was such a thing of shame because my family perpetuated shame about it mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my God, no one's ever going to love me if anyone knows this. And then when I realized that I was like, this is literally just how I self-soothe. Then I was like, fuck off. I don't care anymore. So that is the last remaining thing of like, if you tease me about it would make my skin crawl. Otherwise, like, because I have. I'm fortunate enough that we have this podcast and because I try to live a very authentic life, there's nothing else you can fucking say anymore Fuck yeah. because all of my secrets are on the internet. So yeah, but that's it. And so I that's a that. good way of being like, Hey, that's the one thing you could have picked on me. And now if you're like, Oh my God, you suck your thumb. Then there's, yeah, there's so much okay. power in honesty and like, owning up to yeah. it. And yes. And I figured it was just going to be something that you brought up whenever you were ready, but I never thought it was weird. Yeah. I so. only I only found out about this through living with you. That and yeah. the silkies. And then I was like, this bitch. <laughs> She's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. So, yeah. So, that's it. And Good then story. props for any other thumb suckers out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you won't see me doing it in public. But if you're at home with me or, like, in a place, then, yeah. A very happen. safe place. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. a safe place. Because otherwise, like, when she walks in the room, I still naturally am like, oh, nope, can't do that. Mm-hmm. So and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. You. So. Great. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. awesome. That was a good one. Yeah. My experience with death has been. Wow. You great. Can fucking. Okay. Do, cool. You can do whatever you want with that. Cause. I love that yours is such a wholesome story. I know that it used to be a point of shame, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can. Um. <clears throat> my experience with death has been very intimate. <laughs> I um I don't think that anything changes your life quite like someone dying um that is not in the timeline of which they're supposed mm-hmm. to die. So when a grandparent dies like this is going to say it sounds so callous but like it makes sense, you know, they're mm-hmm. in the timeline. But um I think I've talked about this before very briefly on the podcast, but my cousin died um and she was actually murdered by her husband, and then he killed himself right afterwards. Um, and mind you, this happened, uh, well, I was three tattoos in my apprenticeship. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty early on. Um, and then all within the same year, 
Um, I was living with my parents and my grandparents at the time. Got COVID from a coworker at work um, who doesn't work with us anymore. And um, I was patient zero at my house. And so three of my family members went into the hospital and only two of them came out. So my grandpa had died from COVID and I had a lot of guilt about that. Um, and then a few months after that, my fucking dog died. <laughs> so um, my experience with death has been really interesting, but as horrible as losing Reese was and my grandpa and obviously my dog, I will say that it has, God, unfortunately made me more mature, I guess, um, yeah. forced me to grow up, uh, forced me to realize that like I've got one fucking shot at this life. And gosh, it's such a good reminder that I don't want to spend a fucking second being with anybody or anything that makes me feel like shit. Because you never know when it's going to be your last fucking day on earth. And if I could minimize the amount of pain that I put myself through in as much as I possibly can, I'm going to fucking do that. Because no matter what, people are going to die in your life. People are going to come and go. People are going to fucking die. Um, so you might as well fucking go down swinging. So that was my experience with death. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that was so also, weird. Also, we're so sniffly. Sorry, y'all. For anyone who's just listening to this. Yeah. And you're just, you don't like ASMR of people crying. Oh, no, it's my go again. It's your go again. This is, this is fucking traumatizing. Okay. Whew. Okay. If I could change something about the way I was raised, it would be dot, dot, dot. Okay. Um, if I could change something about the way I was raised, it would be um, to know what unconditional love felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, because it took me, I would say, until I guess it's been two summers now. Mm-hmm. Um like, because it happened when we first, like, moved this house and, like, you and I started living together where I learned that, like, I didn't have to earn love by doing things for people. Mm-hmm. And I started to, like, put down that pack I would carry of, like, doing everything yep. for everyone um, because I, like, was taught from childhood that, like, love is earned mm-hmm. and that love is finite. Yeah. Um, and now I definitely have an understanding, like, we talk about that, that, like, just because you love, like, lots of people does not mean anyone gets love less. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think that, like, the more you love, the more you can love. Yeah, right. But I would, um, yeah, that's what I would change is that, like, you don't earn love. Love is something that just happens, mm-hmm. that, like, you can love things and you don't have to, like, be of service to be loved. Yeah, you don't have to be anybody's fucking slave for it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that's that. I would, that's how I would change it, was that you can just love people. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Fuck, it's... You're good. It's not lying when... Oh, I don't my know. God. It, it's not lying when what, Callista? Yep. Ooh. I mean, I still consider a white lie a lie. I just don't think it's that serious. I also, to break this down, don't think... I really don't think that lying is that serious. I don't either. Um, I mean, shit, after what I ju- literally just talked about, <laughs> there are so many worse things that could happen. But I guess it's not... Uh, it's not lying when... I don't know. Fuck. 
I, I'm very black and white and this. A lie is a lie either way. Um, so that's kind of a hard, finite sentence, but I guess I'll say it's, it's not lying when I say that I really do wish the best for everyone, even the people that have hurt me. I just hope I never fucking hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So if you get everything you want in your life, that's fucking dope. I don't want to fucking hear about it. So simple. That's great. There you go. <laughs> okay. I like that we started out with some real heavy ones and it got I a little know. bit easier there. Y'all it are just did. on this roller coaster with us. Okay. I've forgotten how to. Um, I've forgotten how to tie my shoelaces so they don't come undone. Mm. And I've watched that fucking TED talk about it. And I swear to God, I'm doing it the way that they're supposed to, mm-hmm. where it never comes undone. Because Caboose and I watched the TED talk on how to tie your shoelaces. Mm. And I think I've forgotten how. Oh. Um, and now I'm too lazy. So now I just have to double knot my shoelaces. Or how many times do you have to stop for me to retie my shoelaces? Because once again, I'm 36 years old and... I've forgotten how to tie my shoelaces efficiently. I did not know that there was a way to do it so that way they're not undone ever. Yeah, there's a whole TED talk about it. He, like, teaches you something, like, instead of, like, down the rabbit hole, you come up. I just have a qu- I don't know. Caboose knows how to do it. I have a question. What? This very, there's very niche TED talks out there. That one's niche as fuck. How the fuck do we get on a TED talk? How do we? Yeah. I think you have to, like, apply. You have to, like, know stuff. I feel We know st- that. That's knowing something. We know Yeah, things. but that's like, that, Caboose still uses that to this day. We he know, didn't forget how. We know what it's like to be women in a male-dominated industry, in the tattoo industry. Well, that's why right, we have a podcast. That's why. Welcome to Tattoo Homewreckers. <laughs> yes, where we just cry randomly. Uh, oh, I've been a poor friend, too. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel like we were going to say, if we were to answer that together, we'd say the same person because we are terrible friends to her. I've been a poor friend to our friend Chloe. Um, I feel like, I don't know how this happens, but life always gets in the way of our fucking plans and I feel really fucking bad about it. And I love Chloe to death. I really fucking do. Um, I recently had to cancel on her back piece and I still feel really fucking guilty about it. And Um, that time we stood her up. Because we fucking mix, well, I mixed up the days. Yeah. I thought it was the next day that we were supposed to go watch TV with her. It was literally like, we are horrible friends in to her. My calendar. It was yeah. in my calendar. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? And she sent us a text, and I was like, wow, I'm awful. Mm-hmm. So I've been a poor friend to Chloe, and I really want to change that. Um, yeah. There you go. That was hard. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no one understands my relationship to. Oh, no one understands my relationship to... Fuck, dude, I don't know. I think I'm pretty... Mm. What? Uh, Wait, do you, I was like, do you have a hint for that? I thought I did, but now I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, your relationship to pickles. I'm not going to eat a pickle. I'll eat it when I turn 40. I told okay. you. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm not... So is it the... I just want to know, is it, like, the smell? Is it, like, the, the look of them? Because they're, like, lime, like, fucking... It's everything. I, look, you know I love vinegar. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm confused. And I love lots of pickled things. You like pickled onions. They're delicious. They're right. sweet. Okay. Um, That's fair. And I know that people say that you can get sweet pickles, but they look gross. Uh, sweet pickles they... are disgusting, by the way. Oh, okay. So, and I trust her on food stuff. Mm. So, she, like, 
is genuinely actually I hate that a would, sweet pickle. You know what? That's probably it. No one understands my relationship to you. <laughs> <laughs> to you. <laughs> Do explain. Please explain. <laughs> you are somehow not only my security person, so you're my like security blanket as a person, that when I'm like, no, I don't want to try that, and you're like, hey, you'll like it, I have full trust in you that I will actually like something. Yeah. And um, when you're like, no, you won't like this, I just never try it because I'm like, no, 100%, she knows I won't like it. Like, she is like my food watchdog. And she's that way with a lot of stuff. Like, she'll watch a movie and be like, no, you won't like it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, fuck it, we'll watch it together because I know I won't. And then we can try it. Yeah. But like, I am real weird about food because I already like, been discussed before oh, overcoming story. An eating disorder right um well also and, like your brother's making you try fucking weird things right or like shaming you for not trying There's yeah um, story I, I get real pissed off about people saying that like people are picky eaters um because I, like uh and i think it was great i watched a thing the other day about it and she was talking about like you're not a picky eater you're just selective stop fucking get, putting that like negative connotation because here's my thing with that right if you have shit you don't like, if you're like, hey, I don't really like horror movies, no one's like, oh my god, you're a picky viewer. Fuck off. Literally. If you don't like something, you don't have to like it. That's- and fuck you for being like, you have to try it. No. Because if you're anything like me, and like, if something has a weird smell, a weird a texture, of like, things. yeah, I'm very, very sensitive mm-hmm. about like any sort of sensory things. Mm-hmm. And then if you force me into it, it gets way worse. Because then if, even if, it was like, oh, that'll be delicious. The moment you're like, you have to eat that. And that was what I was raised with. Like, you have to finish your plate. If someone offers you something, you have to eat it, mm-hmm. which has been super weird since I became a vegetarian because I still have a lot of guilt around saying no to people's food. Mm-hmm. Um, but and being like, sorry, I'm a vegetarian. They'll be like, no, try it anyway. And I'm like, it's bro, that's me. No. Um, but yeah, like that whole thing makes me so angry. And yeah, my relationship to you about food is something that I don't think people get that like you are my trusted source that I'm like, I don't know, will I like it? And you're like, yes. Or you'll be like, no. Yeah. Like you can taste a drink and be like, you won't like that. Caboose is also really good at it. He is. Yeah. He's tuned like, in. Yeah. He's tuned in. I think that like personally as someone who has had that unnecessary hatred for picky people just because of how I grew up. Yeah. I was I was raised in a culture where like that was not okay. If I can get over it, you guys can too. It's mm-hmm. really not affecting anybody. No, it doesn't fucking matter. You're fine. No. Okay. Cool. Perfect. <laughs> um, the last promise I broke was. <gasps> All right, Callista. What's the last promise you broke? I'd love to hear that story. <gasps> I think the. Uh... The last promise I broke um, was that I wasn't going to leave someone um, without communicating with them first. Um, But I broke that promise because it came to my, I don't know, I came to the conclusion that there really was no conversation that was going to be productive and going to make me feel good about things. I I left because I knew that like even if we did have a full on conversation about why things didn't work out and we had closure or whatever, um, I would somehow be finagled into staying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I've never gotten no contact with 
someone to the this extreme length and it's been really hard but um i think i broke that promise for a good reason so i'm gonna that's say not what that. i thought you were gonna say what did you i say thought you were gonna say that the promise you broke was that you weren't gonna fucking be with that person again because everyone in your life knew that it was super fucking shitty and toxic. Mm-hmm. And then you broke the promise to us because that person manipulated you. So then that promise okay. is a good promise to break. All right. All right. Here's the thing. Mm. That that last promise, the one that I talked about mm-hmm. was good to break. Sorry for breaking your guys' hearts. Um, mm-hmm. To be fair. No, it, were, it all worked out. But your promise was a good one to break. So, yes, that's a good fucking promise to break. It, it all worked out. And also, I fucking had to do... 50 thrusters so i don't want to talk about it, okay or something i like did that. them with you oh, oh yeah because i did not did. have to do that with me yeah and you know it too because you did vault yeah. right afterwards too yeah i did fucking psychopath yep all right yeah cool something my best friends know about me that no one else does i think you just revealed that on the podcast that that was the last thing right i don't know i don't, I don't know what you. you guys i mean if you have something I don't have like a yeah. oh yeah I have something oh yeah um so something that we know about Gaia that um I guess no one else does oh, something exactly. I know is the fact that um Gaia gets really hooked on certain outfits and it was really funny because <laughs> my mom bought us reindeer onesies for Christmas and it's so fluffy right and they're actually really soft they're really mm-hmm. good onesies and none of us it's have thrown warm. them away it's so funny it's so cute because I'll just randomly walk in the house and someone will be a reindeer it's great it's yep. phenomenal. Um, but we found a brown, um, what is it called? Like a jumper? Yeah. A jumper? A jumpsuit, I think. Jumpsuit. And it's like, it's super airy, clothy. It's perfect for summer. And it's literally just the summer version of that onesie. Yeah. 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 So So I am now just a summer reindeer. So I just don't have my horns or my like nose. Nose. But But yeah, I, yeah. So now I'm just a summer reindeer. So shout out to me. Yeah. I also genuinely just wore that onesie out everywhere yes and like, she'll get everything of every color too so mm-hmm. so now i have like a bunch of those like yeah. summer onesies they're super cute um yeah so that's great i love that that was hilarious cool. i forgot about that and i was like <laughs> oh people have seen me dress as a reindeer and y'all sometimes i go to work as a reindeer yeah so or to breakfast oh fucking- yeah i've been to breakfast a bunch of times and then people make comments they're like what's the deal with the onesie bitch have you met me? I, I'm, I'm a furry. I'm, <laughs> that's what she should have said. She's a furry. I'm not. I haven't like. I don't know. I haven't done anything furry esque yet. Yeah. Um. The celebrity I'd want to play me in a movie. Oh my god. That one's really cute. Florence Pugh. We do not look anything alike. <laughs> She's got range. She could do it. She's got range. She could for sure do it. Yeah. Um. Either that or uh, the girl from uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yeah. She reminds me of you anyway. Her name's Stephanie, right? Stephanie. Um, oh, I don't gosh, remember. guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if that's wrong. Okay, cool. Yeah. The book I recommend most often. That's a good one. Ooh, I just got foundation on this That's hard. I recommend so many books. Um, the one book I recommend most often... Fuck, dude. I mean, obviously, excuse me, I just burped that one. Um, Obviously, Brene uh, Brown, for anyone who doesn't know me. I'm in my brain. I'm on a first name basis. 
Um, Me and Brene are cool like that. <laughs> no, we are not. She does not know I exist. Um, but <laughs> we I wish. Just no, I would be so intimidated. I. Oh my god! I wish she knew us. I wish oh. I knew her. No, I would like celebrities, like movie stars. I will not fangirl out on. But like, if I were to ever to like hear from or like talk to anything from like Esther Perel, Brene Brown, like any of these, like that you guys like to call self-help books that you talk shit about that they like literally got me through all those fundamental years of like learning how to have emotions because when you grow up in an emotion deficient household you have to read books to learn how to be a human being Mm -hmm. um so yeah i would just say probably um atlas of the heart i recommend that one a lot because it breaks down the emotions to to everyone and then I tell you as well Fuck, about how Brene narrates it herself so if you like me have a hard time reading um, then she narrates it herself and the audio version of it dope she goes on whole little like I was going to say side quests but mm-hmm. little side stories also she's got a series um, but yeah Glennon Doyle Brene Brown Esther Perel mm-hmm. um, and Eve Rodsky those are like my like go to's um, oh James Clear obviously Atomic Habits. Yeah, Atomic Habits we talk about all the time. It really just depends on what I'm talking to that client about, what book recommendation they need. Because I have, like, a library of books that I can be like, I have a book for that. Can I intercept? Yes. What book would you recommend for me right now? In my place in life, in my journey, what book would you recommend to me? Um, I would honestly say that you should sit down Mm -hmm. with Atlas of the Heart. Mm -hmm. So that way you can be more clear on the emotions and that way you can be more forgiving for yourself for feeling emotions. Because you still have a really hard time identifying emotions, feeling emotions. And oh, so that's where I would this. start with you is like, <laughs> hey, because I personally, and this could just be like my, how my brain works. I think that once you have the words to be able to describe what's happening inside, mm-hmm. then it makes it much easier to communicate that. Yeah. I think a lot for me personally, the frustration in communication lies when I don't have words for stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would say atlas of the heart yeah it would be a good read um all the way yeah. around because she also has an hbo special right and she, goes she does that book. yes oh brutal amazing yeah, it's though. amazing brutal in a good way yep thank you for that no problem great you wait same question back to you what book would you recommend for me right now where i'm at <laughs> with where you're at <laughs> um i would recommend east of eden by john steinbeck Ooh, i should um, make that my next book because you talk about that you love that book Okay, given it's been a long time since I've read it, so I don't know if it's actually good. I know that it was my favorite book back when I was a teenager. Perfect. I don't know if it's my favorite book now. A Wrinkle in Time was mine. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then it's what he um, gives to Roy Roy. and Ted Lott. Yeah. Amazing. That's hilarious. And it's a phenomenal book. Is that an English thing or no? It's just a happen Um, thing. It just happened to happen. Yeah. Oh, happened to happen. Yeah, Perfect. East of Eden. Um, I think I think you'd enjoy it. Maybe I don't know. Nice. Oh, it's your go. Yeah. Um, we'll do like two more questions, y'all. Cool. Um, I've always been embarrassed about. What are you embarrassed? I had to share what I was embarrassed about. Oh, y'all. What are you embarrassed about? She farts constantly, nonstop. I literally That's don't. A long- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't though. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Shit, dog. Your face was so good. I actually don't think I've ever heard you fart. I don't think like not even in your sleep. I I farted in front of you guys that one time at American Iron Gym um, because we were doing um, so you like sit down and then you hop up and do a squat. Do do you know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, I farted on accident. I don't know if you guys heard it, but I heard it and I was laughing. Oh, no. I don't remember that at oh, all. Okay. I love that yeah. I can clearly remember. I was like painting a scene in your brain for that. You and Caboose like, were there. No. Okay. I've always, I have always been embarrassed about the fact that I sleep with my eyes open. Why are you embarrassed? It's amazing. It is, it either is super cute because she also like wakes herself <laughs> up. By going, uh, I do. Uh. And it's really cute. That is super, um, that's and super And her eyeballs too. being open is adorable. Or it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> because they're sometimes slightly open. So then you're just like, oh, you see, it's like, and just to be clear, it is not the white of her eyes ever. The eyes do not roll back. So that whole bullshit of, no. You see her actual pupil. So I don't know how she's sleeping because you can see the pupil. It's always like centered. So like if her eyes lay down, they're centered like that. And I say centered, and I look like you're cross-eyed. Centered um, <laughs> like that. Centered. She looks like googly eyes, broken. Um, but you, like, it's hard, too, because, of course, for anyone that follows me on social media knows that I take lots of videos while she's sleeping. Oh, my God. And then I will have to, like, glance several times, like, is this bitch sleeping? Because then you can't tell. And I don't understand how her brain turns off when her pupils are still being surrounded by light. I don't know either. And okay. So it's scary or adorable depending on the rest of the facial expression. I'm embarrassed because that is not, what the fuck? I, can I tell you how many conversations I've had to have with like significant others or people that I sleep with? Like, hey, just, you know, I sleep with my eyes open. Ha ha ha. Why do you yeah, warn you them? Do. Because Let it's them f- jarring. Yeah, that's so much more fun. Fuck no. I think we fuck should take a no. vote on this. Y'all, I'm going to put a poll down in the bottom of whether in Spotify or wherever the fuck it's at, um, of whether should or not Calista. she should tell, should warn people that she sleeps with her people eyes open. People never fucking believe me. I didn't me. get a warning. I didn't get a warning. Because I'm not sleeping with you. We were sleeping in the same room. We sleep in the same bed when we travel. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you didn't warn me. Man. Okay. I just had to learn. Don't do me that dirty on this poll, you guys. Yes. And no one believes me. It's a real even. thing. She can vouch. It's fucking real. There's yeah. a lot of photos. <laughs> and a lot of video. Oh, I've never <laughs> shared the whole story about the time. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, I've never shared the whole story about the time. Fuck, dude. I don't know. I don't know what story I'd want to... Um, pretty diligent about all your stories, I will I say. I feel like a lot of my stories are quite long-winded. Um, that's part of the story. Yeah, but I like share every part of the story. Mm. Oh, (sighs) fuck me. I'm trying to think of a story. That's okay. My, my brain instinctively went to, you've never shared the whole story about the time that raccoon mug got broken. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that you forgot that yes. was already broken. So I don't remember how. I think it was. I, no, I think our roommate broke a different mug. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bailey broke that mug. Mm-hmm. So we went to, I think, Caboose's 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. We went down to Hunting Island in um, South Carolina. And we went camping. And it was dope. We got to, like, sleep in the back of his truck. We had, like, a tent on the back of it and it was like really pretty really mm. nice we went and explored um buford and then um there were raccoons everywhere and um i did not pet them 
but I tried. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and before you come for me, whatever, I'm going to die because I'm going to pet something that's you're not supposed to pet. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Worth it. <laughs> um, if I, like, fuck up my face because something attacked me, I will wear those scars with pride. I'm not going to let you do um, this. You're not going to be there when I'm trying to pet a bear. There we go. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so then they had these souvenir mugs mm-hmm. in the, like, little will be really nice to them and say it was a shop because it was quite scary in there. Very sketchy. Um, and someone they had shed. raccoons. Yeah. It was like someone's, it was like a, like a bathroom shed situation. Oh my God. <laughs> but they had souvenir mugs and groceries. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, and then we bought a souvenir mug. We then discovered later that that same mug is at most national parks because they have it at Yosemite as well. So that was a little bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. But then Bailey knocked it off um, I think off of Caboose's desk mm-hmm. because she at that point would like jump up on desks and shit. Um, knocked it off, broke the handle. We did not think we could replace it with another location because we thought it was only from that one place. And then you, I don't remember your part. I just remember you being thinking you broke it. I was really sad. I thought I broke it because I placed it wrong in the dishwasher or something. Mm. So when I took it out, so that way, like, I could dry it and put it back, I sent you guys a, a picture of it. And I said, oh, my God, I think I broke the mug. I'm yeah, so sorry. It's, like, cracked. It back, so it's cracked. Yeah, I was like, it's, like, cracked. I'm so sorry because it was, like, one of my favorite mugs, too, of your guys' because we all share mugs and stuff. But I love that raccoon mug. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And then it was so funny because Caboose's response was like, oh, you sweet child. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we've like told you this story a yeah. million times and i'm yeah. like fuck dude i don't fucking know where it goes it's just space cadet all the time up in here yeah but it's great because it means i get to retell stories to you all the time mm-hmm. and you're just like oh my god brand new information <gasps> yeah and as someone who loves telling stories that's phenomenal for me it's a goldfish effect bigot bam cool you have to go now okay great is this our last one my guilty pleasure is we'll do one more after this. Okay, on cool. each side. What's your guilty brother pleasure? Um, she masturbates vigorously. Stop, dude! Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! I can't help it. I have to say, it. it's either farting or masturbating with you. Are you okay? <laughs> oh I'm my god! Boy, it hurts. <laughs> um, my guilty pleasure is electronic dance music. Um, I listen to it in the shower. I listen to it when I'm cooking. I listen to it when I'm drawing. I listen to it on the way to work. Um, I listen to it at work. Like, it is EDM. I think everyone already knows that. I don't think that is your guilty pleasure. Oh, my. I think you going in, like, your fucking raccoon mode when you have your, or, like. Oh, yeah, my face is like this in yeah. the hoodie. Yeah. I don't know what else. Hibernate in your fucking room and play video games. Yeah, but I'm not guilty about that. Oh, but you're guilty about EDM. I am guilty about EDM. Why? It's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Not great. That's okay. At least you can admit. Yeah. (laughs) Just makes my brain go. You know, it's like a little massage. Mm. Okay, great. Um, All right, last card. In my weirdest dream, I am. In my weirdest dream. I have to tell a story about this. What's my weirdest dream? Mm-hmm. I have pretty, like, vivid dreams. Um, oh, my God. You know what? This is great. In my weirdest dream, I'm sleeping with people that I know that I'm not attracted to. Oh, my God. And it 
it's great, right? Because it always, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. It always has to do with problematic coworkers. That's always that. Always. So when I have like a problematic thing, and it doesn't mean that like they were being a dick. It can be stuff like, just like ticks that they have. Because once again, very sensitive about like auditory things, very mm-hmm. sensitive about shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like if they blast music and I am like really sensitive to that. Very then, simple. Um, I will like, not, and I've, tried to address it with them and it doesn't like improve like it's still an awful thing in my dream i will be dating this person and also like sleeping with them and stuff in order to get them to stop having whatever this horrible thing is whether it's like eating disgusting food at work whatever the fuck it is and then it is so disturbing because i'm never attracted to these people Mm -hmm. but in my dream i'm hoping that my love will cure this of this fucking horrible thing that i have to deal with captain save a (laughs) hoe yes i am captain save a hoe in my dream being like i'm gonna fix this one random thing you do that causes me so much pain man why why do you just (laughs) all the time awful don't when you do told that. me that i thought it was so fucking funny dude yeah. i thought it was hilarious it's my weirdest dream Good imagining dream. i'm sleeping with my coworkers so i can help them not be shitty coworkers. Oh yeah that's how you do it well right. you know the snatch just helps people cure themselves my snatch just is cursed okay sorry continue <laughs> i mean i wouldn't disagree i did draw a flash on your your cursed snatch it's fucking crazy <laughs> um my most tenacious vice also, just a caveat, because I like to tell embarrassing shit about us. Both of us read that, and then I had to be, like, tenacious. Like, tenacious. I don't necessarily know the exact <laughs> definition, like, if that is indeed correct. Yeah. So then, because I was like, I'm just thinking of Tenacious D, and mm-hmm. I got stuck there. Yep. Um, and so then I had to go Google it. And then we had to be like, wait, okay, so that makes sense. Now, let's verify that vice is the correct thing, too. So we did Google, because this is the one card that we read beforehand. Yes, we Googled it, and it was... I I was very embarrassed, because I'm like, now I can't think of what either of these words mean. Yep. My most tenacious vice would probably be... um, I'm pretty guilty of this. Uh, I would say... Isolating. And there is conflict, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm pretty good at it. I would okay. Let me change my answer. My most tenacious vice actually has something to do with my dad. When me and my dad get in fights, I tend to um, what's it called when you make a situation worse? Exacerbate. I exacerbate the fuck out of our fights. I like. <laughs> Like, what? It's not elevate, but like I take things to a higher level. Extreme, yeah, yeah. Like they don't need to. They don't need to get amped up that high. But like for some reason, with him, and we haven't had a fight in a long time. But with him, he is like the only person I've ever like really gotten in a screaming match with. <laughs> and like, I will drop the f bomb. I will be like, "What the fuck? This doesn't make any fucking sense." Blah, 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 blah. And, like, as soon as I start cursing, it sets him off. And then all of a sudden, we're two fucking raging forest fires destroying mm-hmm. a whole town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I feel like that that's my answer. My most tenacious advice is making fights with my dad so much worse. Why do I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a good answer. Thank you. 
All right. <laughs> so on that, um, I would say we will put the link to this game down in the show notes. And you should, if you enjoyed this and or you want to do this sort of game where you will sometimes cry, sometimes laugh, but learn a lot about each other or help each other out answering questions, mm-hmm. then you should absolutely buy this game. Also, it would be supporting Esther, and I love her. I, For me, I like this game a lot more than... Um, we're not really strangers mm. just because it is forcing people to dig deeper and actually tell stories. Also, some of those questions, you got to watch out because if you're playing We're Not Really Strangers with people who are shitty, they'll make you feel like shit about yourself. So maybe don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I think this gets for me, this gets a 10 out of 10. It got us to cry in the first couple. Yeah. And then we got to end on a happier note. Mm-hmm. Yes. Alrighty. So on that note. I guess I should go first because you went first last time. What is your Um, win for the week? My win for the week is that I have, um, I'm really bad about like drawing for fun and I need other people to like get me to draw. Mm -hmm. And I've committed myself to draw for like one of our friends in South Carolina because he's having a kid and I love doing nursery artwork. Mm -hmm. I know that probably sounds super weird to people because I'm like, oh, I'm not a huge fan of kids and I'm a fucking tough badass. But nurseries, <laughs> dope. I would fucking paint murals in nurseries all day long. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that artwork. And then we're doing the skateboard deck. So I'm, like, committing to creating artwork outside of tattooing just for my love of artwork. Yeah, that is so awesome. that's my win for the week. That's a great win for the week. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. I'm trying to pretend to be a real artist. You are. You've always been a real artist. She always for- That's something that... Our, her best friends know that you guys don't know. She always forgets that she can draw. It's crazy. Every time. Nuts. Every time I look through a sketchbook, I'm like, oh my God, y'all I can like draw? Yeah. Every time. So like genuine surprise. Um, My win for the week is uh, cutting back on alcohol, um, which has been a journey and asking mm-hmm. myself, okay, like even though it's my weekend, like do I need a shot or am I just understimulated? <laughs> That's a big win. <laughs> That's a big win for me. So I am trying. Again, we are in our sober-ish era. Mm-hmm. I'm sure when I get to EDC, I'll party a little bit. But um, I'm DD for the most part. So it's not going to be too much. Yep. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you so much. Um, as always, let us know how you like this. Mm-hmm. Leave reviews if you liked it. If you didn't like it, you don't need to leave a review. And... I don't know. What do they say? Like, subscribe, follow, all that shit. I don't know. Just but more DM accurately, us. Yeah. Send us messages. We love hearing from every single one of you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you back next week when she gets back from Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That place. Listening to her guilty pleasure. Oh, God. Bye, y'all. See ya. <laughs>